Matt Mayer is in studio right now. But yesterday, Peter Ducey from Fox News, there was a press conference with Fauci. And and I, I was waiting for this to come up because they're talking about anyone traveling from outside and coming back to America, uh, from other countries. And Peter Ducey asked this to Fauci. For people coming into this country, does that include everybody? The answer is yes, because you know that the new uh, uh, the new uh, uh, regulation, if you want to call it that, is that anybody and everybody who's coming into the country needs to get a test within 24 hours of getting on the plane to come here. But what about people who don't take a plane and just these border crossers coming in <laughs> huge numbers? And really, that's a different issue. <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting for it. But no one will take that responsibility head on. It's something we've been asking Matt Mayer since the beginning of this outrageousness with the the southern border. Yeah, it's it's, he, it's, it's hypocrisy, right? I mean, it's we're going to make sure a you know people coming from Europe who have been vaccinated and all that fun stuff require to take a test, but we're going to let a hundred thousand people a month cross the border, and we're not going to you know we're not going to have any idea if they've got it or not. Uh, and especially, I don't know if you saw yesterday, the Del Rio section of the border, just the Del Rio section, they had. They've apprehended people from 106 different countries. So, 106? Yeah, so this is what I've been saying forever, right? This is not about Central and South America. This is now folks coming from places that are of high concern for us. We don't know, you know, this is if they have variant strains in, all over the world, 106 different countries in just the Del Rio sector. So this is a real issue. And, and for, for Fauci to kind of blow it off like he did uh, just shows how much of a hack he, he really is. So let's get to the World Health Organization, who gave this new variant um, its its Greek name. Uh, but if you're familiar with the the ancient alphabet, you you kind of notice well, Omicron that wasn't next in line. That was one of the first questions. And and I'm not, by the way, a master at at the Greek alphabet. Yeah, I mean, but, you're Socrates. And, we, right. we, everyone knows it. You are the modern day Socrates <laughs> wrapped up with Aristotle. It all comes together in Brandon Boxer. Matt Mayer, president of Opportunity Ohio and OpportunityOhio.org. So why why did they do this? Why not use what is it XI or or yeah? Well, so they, they, they skipped new because no, they thought yeah. that'd be confusing. That'd be the new strain, right? Like sounds oh, you know, phonetically okay. would be problematic. Okay, and they then they skipped G. Because, right, it's, well, that's the head of the first name of the premier of, of, of the communist country from which this thing sprang. And right. they didn't want to offend him. Is that really what it was? Yes, they that's didn't really want to what it was. It. And, and to me, it's just, it, there's, a, there's an absurdity to it. Because, like, you know, we've kowtowed to China in terms of the investigation into the lab and where this thing came from, right? And we've right. let them hide records. We've let them not reveal what they need to reveal. And now we're even going so far as to say, oh, we're going to not use the next available... Greek alphabet letter because it might offend it might offend him because it would be then the G strain right which is his name so well, it's just absurd but that, that, <laughs> that's what happens when you have these supranational organizations that don't care about sovereignty they don't care about accountability they're just about you know people getting jobs and making tons of money to do very little frankly Matt Mayer is with his president of Opportunity Ohio are, are we seeing it overstretch uh, maybe not quite here yet but we're seeing in Europe right now. Uh, Britain, I think, the UK specifically, kind of freaking out over Omicron when we've seen and heard from the person, the doctor who discovered this, still mild cases. There's one case that's, we know there's probably more, but one official case, one in San Francisco, California, yeah. and it's a mild case. Right. 
That it, so why are some of these countries freaking out? I'm worried the U.S. is going to be next. Well, I mean, I think the, the, the U.S. has to a degree already overreacted to the next strain. And, you know, the, the, and look what they, they've sent the market over the last week down yeah. substantially, right? Don't look at your um, 401k. Yeah, don't look at your 401k anytime mm. soon. Uh, and it's, and that's going to cause more ripples as we go. And, and, you know, this is where it's kind of like, look, you know, f- from a sign, look, I'm not a scientist. I play one on TV, but <laughs> the way this works is the strains will get more communicable, but they'll get milder Yeah. because fundamentally what a virus wants to survive and wants it to survive, cannot survive if its host it, dies. Exactly. So that's where this is actually not a bad thing if you step back for a moment and look at it that that we've got now a strain like omicron that doesn't have very high degree of symptomatic problems for people and so it's one of those things where it's kind of like okay so this this is the natural evolution of the virus let's just deal with it scientifically let's use science instead of you know overreact as we now are doing and and matt speaking of science why are we not not us because i am why are we not talking about herd immunity it wasn't that originally the entire goal anyway? Yeah, yeah, right. We, I mean, and, and this is the thing where we change it from herd immunity, come hook or crook, to, oh, no, no, everyone's got to be double and triple vaccinated when, when we're going to totally ignore people who had the virus and have a great, actually greater antibody protection than those of us who haven't had the virus but have been vaccinated. So if you add those two numbers together, my sense is we're actually pretty darn beyond what was the first articulated herd immunity percentage we should have reached, right? So yeah. so this is where you start to go, okay, can we just get 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 science back here into the fold and, and be yeah. reasonable and rational about how we're moving forward now? Meanwhile, no one could seem to be able to pronounce or understand Omicron. How in it's the like world a transformer. You, right? Yeah, Decepticon, right? Listen Omicron. to this. Yeah. <laughs> we begin with the developments on the new Omicron coronavirus variant. The name is Omicron. 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 This new um, uh, Omicron variant. Omicron. The rapidly spreading Omicron variant. The Omicron variant. Then there's (laughs) Omicron. Omicron. I mean, like my goodness. Omicron or something. Yeah. yeah. I might be messing up the pronunciation of this. Is it Omicron? Omicron? How do we say it? It's called the Omicron. The Omni. And then Biden goes, the Omni. He adds an end to it. Down in Atlanta, right? The Omicron. The Omni. The Omnicaron. All right, moving on with uh, Matt Mayer, president of Opportunity Ohio. He's with us this morning at opportunityohio.org. Let's talk about House Bill 6. Lieutenant Governor John Husted, who says that the only people asking him questions about House Bill 6 and the massive public corruption case that followed are the reporters. Dissect this for us. Yeah, so what happened is last week, several different people involved in the case, witnesses and people that accused, you know, said that John Husted would have documents and information about the scandal yeah so he came out and said i have i had no involvement in its passage and yeah i think we, we have to take him at his word the, the 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 problem with that is this was not like minor legislation that kind of slipped through the house and senate and the governor signed and you know oh look there's a new bill on you know uh, you know like they they do um awards and things like that, recognizing recognition thing. That wasn't this. This was a major, major bill that had massive ramifications in terms of subsidizing uh, uh, energy companies and other kinds of components on renewables. And so the idea that neither Mike DeWine or John Husted had no involvement, right, in the passage of that legislation, it frankly would be shocking if it's true. 
Like, so uh, is the governor not the governor? Does he not have any thoughts or ideas on what should be happening and or his team? And so, again, and John Houston used to be the Speaker of the House and was a right. state senator. So, again, right. the idea that they didn't have any involvement is is a bit hard to believe, even though we should take him at his word. But, look, I'd be interested to see his texts and email records to see if that's the case, and not just his government ones, his personal email and personal t- uh, text messages, because now, as you may know or not know, lots of government officials, they go to their private text so that they can keep it out of the government, right, you know, right. F- you know, search, you know, Freedom of Information Act, uh, open records request. And that's how they kind of evade some of this stuff. So, look, I'd love to see, you know, any type of, of uh, text or emails on his both government and personal accounts to verify that, in fact, he had no involvement because it just would be hard to believe that they he had no involvement in the passage of major legislation in Ohio. Could we see that? Could we see a point where he is forced to hand over emails and text messages? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm if just... he gets subpoenaed, there could be, yeah, yeah one of the parties or defendants or whatnot subpoena him, or even if the if the FBI starts digging a little bit deeper, then, you know, it, you know he yeah, he's going to have to turn that stuff over. It, it makes me wonder if it'll get to that point. I, I know there's a shareholder lawsuit, right. a, a criminal case that became public in, in last year of um, July of 2020. Right. But could that... Could that be a cause? Could he be subpoenaed in, in that mess? Sure, you bet. Wow. Yeah. yeah, now he could fight the subpoena and, you know, that would be interesting. But, yeah, that, I mean, there's lots of ways he could get pulled into this and, and they could look try to try to get his personal and government email. And uh, per, the government email is easy to get. It's the personal stuff. Yeah. Right. I, you know, I mean, I'm, a, you know, look, I, I know other people. I mean, I, I, I'm pretty confident, you know, folks in Josh Mandel's office when he was treasurer, they had no government email. They did everything on personal email so that they could evade, you know, open records. So that, that's just, this, this, this happens all the time. Yeah. Both parties do it. I, you know, it, that they, it's, to me, it's something that needs to end and, but that, but everybody does it kind of thing. Everyone does it. Yeah. It, it, it does make, but do, do you think, I mean, how long will this mess go on? I feel like we've been hearing about house bill six forever. Yeah. Well, but- I think until the, until the trials happen of the folks who aren't going to plea, 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 right. It's going to, it's going to keep going. And so the longer that goes, the, the, continues to create risk for both Mike DeWine and John Husted because again they were the big guys you know at the top of the food pecking order surrounding this so that, that's what gets back to the idea that they were involved just seems a bit preposterous hey there seems to be a big push right now and you're seeing it on TV too with let me just take the the US Senate race for example sure. not seen so much from from like the other side with Tim Ryan uh on the Democrat side running for the state of Ohio but uh, Bernie Marino. Yeah, for you example. had him in this week. Yeah, uh, and, and we, Josh and, and and Josh and I haven't seen much from Josh advertising, but I'm starting to see Bernie advertise more. There's a push to you know they they'd like to come on and have their message. I, I'm just wondering, can if you're running for Senate, can your message get lost this time of the year with the holidays? It, for sure. I mean, no one's no one's paying attention, and, right, and that's right. why you see so little, frankly, public views of this stuff it'll really start happening more come uh probably mid-january is because then you know the closer you get to the primaries when they'll start ramping up their spend dollars on ads and whatnot uh one more real quick thing and that's about uh the supreme court yesterday oh yeah uh, i I'm, I'm sure you you saw a little bit on that the supreme court expected to decide the fate of roe versus wade by next spring june uh the justices yesterday seem ready to and and dare i say this the, the conservative ones to overturn it. At least five of them. Yeah. 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 They heard the arguments yesterday in Mississippi's uh, abortion law, which is 15 weeks, uh, where a local clinic is trying to stop the 15 week ban, which is, if you think about it, that's three and a half months. Yeah. So, so, so two, two important things yeah. for listeners, yeah. right? Number one is 
overturning Roe v. Wade will not outlaw abortion. Right. Like I, I want right. it because the, the left loves to try to make and scare women, especially Thank you. over Thank that. You, but it, it, it only will say this is going to go back to the states to decide, which is where it should have been because it's not explicitly right. in the Constitution. Right. So this means state legislatures and governors will then pass laws and they'll be in charge. Right. Number one. Number two, keep in mind. Right. How do we define death in this world? By the absence of brainwave and heartbeat activity. Heartbeat, yeah. Why in God's name would we not at least at a minimum define life as the existence of heartbeat and the existence of brainwave activity? Because there's not a doctor on earth that can say at that moment, whatever that is and whatever you want to call it, I call it a baby, doesn't feel, think, hurt, emote, and, and again, can't say it does or doesn't, right? Nobody can say that. Why would we not err on the side of caution? Because otherwise you're taking out actual innocent life. Right. Right? Yeah. So that's what the 15 week is about because- that brainwave heartbeat starts at about eight to 10 weeks. And to your point, we're like now several months into it. And so women will continue to have a right to choose so long as it's before 15 weeks, which is plenty of time to know that you're pregnant and then to, Agreed. Pay, to, to make a decision, right? And, and, and so to me, this is where, you know, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez, she's so repugnant. So she said this yesterday on a tweet, quote, Remember that Brett Kavanaugh still remains credibly accused of sexual assault on multiple accounts with corroborated details, and this year the FBI admitted it never fully investigated. Yet, the court is letting him decide on whether to legalize forced birth in the U.S. Right, right. No recusal. She knows darn well that there were no credible allegations of Brett Kavanaugh. They dug into I, this stuff. It, it, is, it was a that joke. That was such a waste. It was such a it, waste of time. And, and, and yet she's going to continue to slander him because she sees it as a political advantage. And I, I, I tell you what, Congress, they're lucky they have some level of immunity for what they say. Yeah. Because so many of these folks on the left, Eric Swaywall, you know, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez, um, uh, Adam Schiff, they would get sued for libel and slander all over the place because they are knowingly saying stuff for malicious intent. Absolutely. And, and I'll wrap up with this real quick. Several conservative justices signaled that they were receptive to these arguments. Brett Kavanaugh, for example, suggesting the Constitution provided no guidance on abortion, leaving the procedure's future to legislative discretion, which is what we just talked about, was leaving it up to the states. Yeah, we've spent now decades having this massive fight over the court when the fights should always have been in state legislatures. We, we under the 10th Amendment, if it's not in the Constitution expressly, it's for the states and the people to decide. And by the court removing it in 1973 and making it a political issue, by making, you know, finding this right that is nowhere to be found in the actual Constitution, right? Yeah, yeah. They then created it, made it such a massive judicial political issue and put the credibility of the court in play rather than saying this is an issue for the states to decide.